The Five Keys to Falling Asleep on Time Every Night Written by Scott Young, July 2019 The best book I've read on sleep is Matthew Walker's Why We Sleep. In it, he explains the importance of getting good sleep, as well as offers suggestions for how to avoid problems of nighttime insomnia. Here are a few strategies you can apply to sleep better. 1. Reduce light levels, especially blue and white light, before bed. The body uses two different hormone systems for signaling the need to sleep. One of these is managed by melatonin and is influenced by light levels. This creates our circadian rhythm of day and night. It's also responsible for jet lag as our mental clock is out of sync with the actual clock, resulting in struggling to sleep at night and napping all day whenever you have to travel overseas. This melatonin system is influenced by light. Unfortunately, in our modern environment, we are constantly illuminated by bulbs and screens, making it easy for this system to get out of sync. Tip. If you struggle with getting to sleep early, make it a habit to use minimal lighting or no lighting an hour before bed. I often listen to audiobooks in a mostly dark room as I try to fall asleep. Avoid LED screens which have more blue light and are more likely to trick your brain into thinking it's daytime. 2. Avoid caffeine after noon, including decaf coffee. Caffeine interacts with the second of our two hormone systems for our body's use in sleep. As we go longer without sleep, we can accumulate adenosine. Receptors watch for levels of adenosine and push us to sleep when it has been a long time without shut-eye. Caffeine, in turn, temporarily plugs these receptors so they can't deliver the signal that they normally would. The problem, however, is that caffeine doesn't actually remove adenosine from your body or give the restorative benefits of sleep. So when it finally breaks down, all the adenosine that was present before it comes back can make you feel worse than before. Sometimes this can lead to the urge to have a second cup or fourth in the afternoon to push through the rest of the day. Unfortunately, this can also interfere with later sleep. Caffeine loses an immediate kick soon, but it has a surprisingly long half-life in the brain, meaning even hours after drinking it, there's still a non-trivial amount in your system. Decaf coffees, while having much less caffeine than normal, can still have non-trivial amounts of caffeine, so even a decaf coffee after dinner might make it harder for you to sleep. 3. Sleep the same time on weekdays and weekends. I know, I know, easier said than done. Weekends are a good time for socializing and who wants to be the person going home to bed at 9pm? Still, the benefits of a consistent sleeping schedule may make up for the occasional social interference. Staying up late, especially if you struggle to sleep in fully, can mean you're not getting a full night's rest on weekends. This is particularly true if you drink alcohol before sleeping, which can interfere with the brain processes of sleep that make it restorative. Do this regularly and it's no wonder you're always exhausted. Sleeping habitually at the same time is a good way to prevent missing sleep. 4. Watch out for naps. If you struggle with falling asleep or staying asleep, then the fatigue can push you to take naps in the day. However, as Walker points out in his book, napping can alleviate some of the adenosine buildup, which conversely makes it harder to fall back asleep at nighttime. I certainly struggle with this advice myself as I often take quick naps in the early afternoon. I do think a short nap, 15 to 20 minutes, is preferable to a long one, if only because it has a lesser impact on later sleeping. 5. Get help from your family. For some, going to sleep isn't an entirely independent choice. 
However, for many of us, myself included, going to sleep usually means going to sleep with your spouse or having them come in after while you're already trying to sleep. Therefore, when working on a new sleep habit, it's important to communicate your goals and motivations. If you don't talk about it, then the habit likely won't last as you stay up to watch another episode of Stranger Things. Thanks for listening to this episode. More episodes like this can be found by searching for Scott H. Young Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Overcast, and most other podcasting apps available on your smartphone. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider rating my show. It helps other people find out about it. More of my work can be found at my website, scotthyoung.com. Thank you.